So today is March the 14th, 2020, and Darren and I are in the book of Judges, and we're going to read chapters 1 through 4, but first, I am going to read the introduction to the book of Judges. Judges. Judges is known by this title in the Hebrew Bible and in all the ancient versions. The judge was not only a judicial figure, but also the leader in military and administrative matters. The historical period of this of the book extends from the death of Joshua and the elders to the reign of Saul as king, a period of about 325 years. The book is mainly a repetition of one and the sons of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. Two, he sold them into the hands of three, when the sons of Israel cried to the Lord and four, the Lord raised up a deliverer for them. Judges chapter 1. Now it came about after the death of Joshua that the sons of Israel inquired of the Lord, saying, Who shall go up first for us against the Canaanites to fight against them? The Lord said, Judah shall go up. Behold, I have given the land into his hand. Then Judah said to Simeon his brother, Come up with me into the territory allotted me, that we may fight against the Canaanites. And I, in turn, will go with you into the territory allotted to you. So Simeon went with him. Judah went up, and the Lord gave the Canaanites and the Perizzites into the hands, and they defeated 10,000 men at Bezek. They found Adonai Bezek in Bezek and fought against him, and they defeated the Canaanites and the Perizzites. But Adonai Bezek fled. And they pursued him, and caught him, and cut off his thumbs and big toes. Adonai Bezek said, Seventy kings, with their thumbs and their big toes, cut off, used to gather up scraps under my table. As I have done so, God has repaid me. So they brought him to Jerusalem, and he died there. Then the sons of Judah fought against Jerusalem, and captured it. And struck it with the edge of the sword, and set the city on fire. Afterwards, the son of Judah went down to fight against the Canaanites, living in the hill country, and in the Negev, and in the lowland. So Judah went against the Canaanites who lived in Hebron. Now the name of Hebron formerly was Kirith Arba. And they struck Shishai, and Ahiman, and Talmai. Then from there went against the inhabitants of Daber. Now the name of Daber formerly was Kiriath Sefer. And Caleb said, The one who attacks Kiriath Sefer and captures it, I will even give him my daughter Aksa for a wife. Othaniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, captured it, so he gave him his daughter Achish for a wife. Then it came about, when she came to him, that she persuaded him to ask her father for a field. 
Then she allotted from her donkey. She alighted from her donkey, and Caleb said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Give me a blessing, since you have given me the land of the Negev. Give me also springs of water. So Caleb gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. The descendants of the Kenite, Moses, father-in-law, went up from the city of Palms with the sons of Judah to the wilderness of Judah, which is in the south of Arad. And they went and lived with the people. Then Judah went with Simeon, the brother, and they struck the Canaanites living in Zephath and utterly destroyed it. So the name of the city was called Hormah. And Judah took Gaza with its territory and Ascalon with its territory and Ekron with its territory. Now the Lord was with Judah and they took possession of the hill country, but they could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley because they had iron chariots. Then they gave Hebron to Caleb as Moses had promised and he drove out from there the three sons of Anak. But the sons of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusites who lived in Jerusalem. So the Jebusites have lived with the sons of Benjamin in Jerusalem to this day. Likewise, the house of Joseph went up against Bethel, and the Lord was with them. The house of Joseph spied out Bethel. Now the name of the city was formerly Luz. The spies saw a man coming out of the city, and they said to him, Please show us the entrance to the city, and we will treat you kindly. So he showed them the entrance to the city. And they struck the city with the edge of the sword, but they let the man and all his family go free. The man went up into the land, went into the land of the Hittites and built a city and named it Luz, which is its name to this day. But Manasseh did not take possession of of Beth Shem and its villages, or Tanakh and its villages, or the inhabitants of Dor and its villages, or the inhabitants of Iblian and its villages, or the inhabitants of Megiddo and its villages. So the Canaanites persisted in living in that land. It came about when Israel came strong, became strong, that they put the Canaanites into forced labor, but they did not drive them out completely. Ephraim did not drive out the Canaanites who were living in Gezer. So the Canaanites lived in Gezer among them. Zebulun did not drive out the inhabitants of Kitron, or the inhabitants of Nahalolo, or nah, Nahalol. So the Canaanites lived among them and became subject to forced labor. Asher did not drive out the inhabitants of Akko, or the inhabitants of Sidon, or of Alab, or of Exib, or of Helba, or of Aphek, or of Rehob. So the Asherites lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, for they did not drive them out. Naphtali did not drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh, or the inhabitants of Beth Anath, but lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, and the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh, and Beth Anath, became forced labor for them. Then the Amorites forced the sons of Dan to go to the hill country, for they did not allow them to come down to the valley. Yet the Amorites persisted in living in Mount Heres, in Ijalon, and in Shale Bin. But when the power of the house of Jacob grew strong, they became forced labor. The border of the Amorites ran from the ascent of 
Akrabim from Sila and upward. Judges chapter 2. Now the angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochim. And he said, I brought you out, up out of Egypt and let you into the land which I have sworn to your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And as for you, you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down their altars, but you have not obeyed me. What is this you have done? Therefore, I also said, I will not drive them out before you, but they will become as thorns in your sides and their gods will be a snare to you. When the angel of the Lord spoke these words to all the sons of Israel, the people lifted up their voices and wept. So they named that place Bokim, and there they sacrificed to the Lord. When Joshua had dismissed the people, the sons of Israel went each to his inheritance to possess the land. The people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who survived Joshua who had seen all the great work of the Lord which, had, which he had done for Israel. Then Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110, and they buried him in the territory of his inheritance in Timnath-Herez, in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. All that generation also were gathered to their fathers, and there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord, nor yet the work which he had done for Israel. The sons of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and served Baals, and they forsook the Lord, and the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods among the gods of the peoples who were around them and bowed themselves down to them. Thus they provoked the Lord to anger. They forsook the Lord, and served Baal and the Ashtoreth. The anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he gave them into the hands of plunderers who plundered them, and he sold them into the hands of their enemies around them, so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. Wherever they went, the hand of the Lord was against them, for the evil as the Lord had spoken and as the Lord had sworn to them, so that they were severely distressed. Then the Lord raised up judges who delivered them from the hands of those who plundered them. Yet they did not listen to their judges, for they played the harlot after other gods and bowed themselves down to them. They turned aside quickly from the way in which their fathers had walked in obeying and commanded commandments of the Lord. They did not do as their fathers, When the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge and delivered them from the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning because of of those who oppressed and afflicted them. But it came about when the judge died that they would turn back and act more corruptly than their fathers in following other gods to serve them and bow down to them that they did not abandon their practices or their stubborn ways. So the anger of the Lord burned against Israel. And he said, Because this nation has transgressed my covenant, which I command their fathers, commanded their fathers, and had has not listened to my voice, I also will no longer drive out before them any of the nations, which Joshua left when he died, in order to test Israel by them, 
whether they will keep the way of the Lord or to walk in it as their fathers did or not. So the Lord allowed those nations to remain, not driving them out quickly, and he did not give them into the hand of Joshua. Judges chapter 3 Now these are the nations which the Lord left to test Israel by them, that is, all who had not experienced any of the wars of Canaan, only in order that the generations of the sons of Israel might be taught war, those who had not experienced it formerly. These nations are the five lords of the Philistines, and all the Canaanites and the Sidonians, and the Hivites who live, who lived in Mount Lebanon, from Mount Baal Hermon as far as Labohamath. They were for testing Israel to find out if they would obey the commandments of the Lord, which he had commanded their fathers through Moses. The sons of Israel lived among the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And they took their daughters for themselves as wives, and gave their own daughters to their sons, and served their gods. The sons of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and forgot the Lord their God, and served Baals and Ashtoreth. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, so that he sold them into the hands of Cushan, Rishthiam, the king of Mesopotamia, and the sons of Israel served Cushan, Rishathiam. Eighty years, or eight years, I'm sorry. The first judge delivers Israel. When the sons of Israel cried to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for the sons of Israel to deliver them. Oth- Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, the spirit of the Lord came upon him and he judged Israel. When he went out to war, the Lord gave Cushan Rishthiam, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand, so that he prevailed over Cushan Rishthiam. Then the land had rest for forty years, and Othniel the son of Kenaz died. Now the sons of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord, so the Lord strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel because they had done evil in the sight of the Lord. And he gathered to himself the sons of Ammon and Amalek, and he went and defeated Israel, and they possessed the city of the palm trees. The sons of Israel served Eglon, king of Moab, eighteen years. But when the sons of Israel cried to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for them, Ehud, the son of Gera, the Benjaminite, a left-handed man, and the sons of Israel sent tribute by him to Eglon, the king of Moab. Ahud made himself a sword, which had two edges, a cubit in length, and he bound it on his right thigh under his cloak. He presented the tribute to the Eglon, the king of Moab. Now Eglon was a very fat man. It came about when he had finished presenting the tribute that he sent away the people who had carried the tribute. But he himself turned back from the idols which were at Gilgal and said, I have a secret message for you, O king. And he said, Keep silence. And all who attended him left him. He had came to him while he was sitting alone in his cool roof chamber. And he had said, I have a message from God for you. And he arose from his seat. Ehud stretched out his left hand and took the sword from his right thigh and thrust it into his belly. 
The handle also went in after the blade, and the fat closed over the blade, for he did not draw the sword out of his belly, and the refuse came out. Then Ehud went out into the vestibule and shut the doors of the roof chamber behind him and locked them. When he had gone out, his servants came and looked, and behold, the doors of the roof chamber were locked. And they said, He is only relieving himself in the cool room. They waited until they became anxious. But behold, he did not open the doors of the roof chamber. Therefore they took the key, and they opened them. And behold, their master had fallen to the floor dead. Now Ehud escaped while they were delaying, and he passed by the idols and escaped to uh, Syrah. It came about when he had arrived that he blew the trumpet in the hill country of Ephraim, and the sons of Israel went down with him from the hill country, and he was in front of them. He said to them, Pursue them, for the Lord has given your enemies, the Moabites, into your hands, so that they went down after him and seized the fords of the Jordan opposite Moab, and did not allow anyone to cross. They struck down at that time about ten thousand Moabites, all robust and valiant men, and no one escaped. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel, and the land was undisturbed for eighty years. After him came Shagmar, the son of Anath, who struck down six hundred Philistines with an oak's goad, and he also saved Israel. Judges chapter 4. Then the sons of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord after Ehud died, and the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, the king of Canaan, who reigned in Hazor. And the commander of his army was uh, Sisera, who lived in Herosheth-goyim. The sons of Israel cried to the Lord, for he had nine hundred iron chariots, and he oppressed the sons of Israel severely for twenty years. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was judging Israel at that time. She used to sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the sons of Israel came up to her for judgment. Now she sent and summoned Barak the son of Benoam from Kadesh Naphtali, and said to him, Behold, the Lord the God of Israel has commanded, Go and march to Mount Tabor, and take with you ten thousand men from the sons of Naphtali, and from the sons of Zebulun. I will draw out to you Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army with his chariots and his many troops to the river of Kishon, and I will give him into your hand. Then Barak said to her, If you go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. She said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the honor shall be yours on the journey that you are about to take. For the Lord will sell Sisera into the hands of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali together to Kadesh, and ten thousand men went up with him. Deborah also went with him. Now Heber the Kenite had separated himself from the Kenites, from the sons of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, and had pitched his tent as far away as the oak in 
Zainanim, which is near Kadesh. They took, they, then they told Sisera that Barak the son of Benonoam had gone up to Mount Tabor. Sisera called, called together all his chariots, 900 iron chariots, and all the people who were with him from Herosheth Hagoyim to the river Kishon. Deborah said to Barak, Arise, for this is the day in which the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Behold, the Lord has gone out before you. So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. The Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. Sisera alighted from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Harosheth Hagoyim. And all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. Not even one was left. Now Sisera fled away on foot to the tent of uh, Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin the king of Hazor and the house of Heber the Kenite. Uh, Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my master, turn aside to me. Do not be afraid. And he turned aside to her into the tent. And she covered him with a rag, uh, with a rug, so that uh, with a rug. He said to her, "Please, give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty." So she opened a bottle of milk and gave him a drink. Then she covered him. So he said to her, "Stand in that doorway of the tent, and it shall be if anyone comes and inquires of you, and says, Is there anyone here that you shall say no?'" But Jael Heber's wife took a tent peg and seized a hammer in her hand and went secretly to him and drove a peg into the temple, into his temple, and it went through into the ground, for he was sound asleep and exhausted. So he died, and behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him, and he said to him, Come, and I will show you the man whom you are seeking. And he entered with her, and behold, Sisera was lying dead with a tent peg in his temple. So God, God subdued on that day Jabin the king of Canaan before the sons of Israel. The hand of the sons of Israel pressed heavier and heavier upon Jabin the king of Canaan until they had destroyed Jabin the king of Canaan. Wow. Thank you, Darren.